do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Showdown. Am I the prettiest? Showdown. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Showdown. Well, who am I? Showdown. The Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you? We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters, I'm Kylan. <laughs> I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Welcome back, Geeksters, to Geek Watch 1. If Kylan's being all, like, calm now. <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> seconds ago, he's going off. and then I, 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 I wanted to say something really bad, and I'm like, no, you have to censor it, so never mind. Yeah, you know, I don't want to have to censor it within the first 30 seconds of the show. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. That's when you go, oops, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> yeah, let's restart this. Let's do it again. So, how's everybody doing? Good. Good. So we're finally back to full strength because mm-hmm. Miss Dawn is back. She got back last week. Kylan is back. Woo-hoo. Jesse got back from Wisconsin. I did. We're all yeah. here to have everyone time. survived their trips. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> this has been in the last four weeks has been very busy for all of us. Yeah. Yes. Which is weird for February, October, or February, and March. February, October. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so we were talking about yeah, the cop before. Anyway. This. Right. <laughs> So, but um, we're gonna later on the show. We are gonna get into Gary Con from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Jesse was there. We got. We, what was the name of the con you were at? Uh, Huntsville Comic and well, Pop, Pop Culture and Con Comic Expo. Okay. Well, we're gonna get reports mm-hmm. for both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna have to talk to Kylan about the Cybertronic Spree. We told you guys about them last week. Kylan went and saw them. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to talk about that. They're stuff. awesome. But other than that, what what's everybody been doing this week? Surviving. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, surviving, uh, Uh, getting surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh is there no story there or not? No, no, it's good. So I got got some stuff going on at work, and it's completely in a good way, way. completely unexpected (laughs) stuff. But it's good. So just kind of seeing where things are gonna go. Cool. So yeah. Vicky and I are continually trying to figure out what kind of trophies we're going to make for Con on the Cob. Yeah. I've seen the pictures of what you're thinking of, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and I found out I can still take a punch, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did yeah. that go? Oh, man, it was awesome. We, uh, I, uh, you know, I have to admit there's something to be said for... Like I said, you know, listen to Wu-Tang while you're training. That's some good stuff. So where were you again? I was down in Huntsville. Um... So, so like, uh, here's, the, here's the weekend. Yeah. My my brother contacted me, and so he wanted to do a, a training seminar. So I'm like, okay, great. But he wanted part of this to be in conjunction with Captain Marvel's release. That right. was why it was that uh, particular weekend. So it was that particular weekend. So it was like, and he says, oh, hey, we got a con going on and Cybertronic Spree. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so I said, so I, I drove down Friday morning, uh, and... Weird weather because I kind of hit a little bit of a whiteout in Kentucky. 
Yeah, he was far yeah. throughout Ohio. Also then he gets to Ohio. Kentucky. Yeah. And so yeah. Kentucky still gets snow. When you get towards Tennessee, it becomes more of a uh, ice out. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so it was weird. So I got this little bit of a whiteout, but I managed managed to get down there. As soon as I got down there, we went and grabbed something to eat. Went to the movie, hung out, went to sleep. Woke up next morning. Kung Fu seminar. Changed. Went to the con. Came back home. Chilled. Then went to Cybertronics Free. <laughs> went to sleep. Got up. Drove back next day. <laughs> yeah. So I, dro- I drove. Uh, I was on the road for 20 hours. Uh, there and back. There and back. Yeah. So His weekend was a little busy. It was yeah. a little busy. <laughs> but it, it was awesome. It was well worth it. So, so. so this, basically this is telling you that if anyone out there ever feels like training or just randomly punching Kylan, give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> he's open to it. I'm open we, to it, yeah. We can even probably set up a place to do it. He's, he's completely open to it. See, I've learned through pro wrestling that the easiest way to take a punch is move with it. Mm-hmm. If you're moving the direction the punch is moving, well, then yeah, when it does connect, there's not much power there. Right. Unless you get surprised. Well, you know, that's <laughs> too. Yeah. You know. Gotta you keep your head on the swivel, man. Yeah. You also don't throw much into the punch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So, but, yeah, uh, it, it was a good time. So That does sound like a fun. busy weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll clear up the shop. We'll just make a little space up here. <laughs> yeah. Or we could do it downstairs. We could we find a few mats to put on the floor and That's clear the I have some. Away. I have some. Yeah. Oh, there we go. See? Let's do it. See? If you want to throw <laughs> Kylan around, let us know. There's the next fundraiser. Like, Five <laughs> bucks to punch Kylan. There you go. <laughs> I do. You know, the first yeah. punch is the worst. After that, he'll just stand there and well, right. well, the first punch is before the adrenaline really kicks in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's you don't been a while like since I've punched someone, so I might need some refresher courses. See? Oh, yeah. see, see, Jesse's going to be punching Kyle soon. <laughs> so we're going to have Kyle, Kyle's going to open up his own dojo and teach people how to punch. That's I mean, going to go on YouTube when Jesse punches <laughs> Kyle. I, I think, I, but I couldn't punch him for real. <laughs> I, I caught an elbow too. Now it's kind of like we, we, we're training. We're, we're we're working on this kata and like the combat techniques within the kata. So I'm working with this one guy. So we work working on this one part, and then he like caught me with an elbow like twice. I'm like, like, he's like, okay, no. I said, no, I'm good. He said, you sure? I said, yeah, yeah, man. It's just... You know. we, we can attest to the fact that there's no swelling on Kylan's face. No. There's no massive discoloration bruising no, or anything. No, no. So. Like, oh, and I got to drive by and get a picture at the restaurant where they, uh, the, the old guy and the woman uh, fought with tongs. Over the buffet. Over, over buffet. Oh, over the buffet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, there was, there was a tongue battle looks... over crab legs. Yes. It made the news everywhere because it was such a ridiculous story. <laughs> and Kylan got to see the restaurant. They did not go there because it, it was... It looks a, hinky. Yeah, a skeezy little buffet restaurant. <laughs> I was this close to saying yes. Are but, most uh, Chinese buffets like that? No. Yeah. No, some uh, are better. Some yeah. are better than others. Some are better than others. This, um, this was yeah. not one of those, no. There's a couple of ridiculous pictures where he's really happy driving by Dang the Dang it, Kylan, now <laughs> and you're welcome. Akron does have a 48 hour um, filming contest coming up. Like, yeah, that's actually so. next weekend. There's 48 hour film fest. There, there you go. You could, you could go film a Chinese. It's free. It's, totally, it's free to enter. Yeah. We should totally yeah. go do something. Yeah. We'll talk about that after. Just have to figure out how to edit. Yeah. I know. So I got someone for that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, what we didn't do anything crazy this week other than just. A lot of editing. Mm-hmm. I'm working on a project with Marcus Calvert, and as soon as I get it done, we'll let everybody know what that is. Um, I've been working on it for like a year and a half. Why is kicking you in the butt? So I'm finally, yeah, I'm finally starting to get it finished. Cool. Um, did you do anything fun this week, Jesse, other than coming home from GaryCon? I came home from GaryCon to a desk that looked like it had exploded with paper. Oh. You were only gone for, fun. what, two or three days? 
Yeah, I only took two days off of work, but that, you know, it when matter. you're in accounting, none of your stuff gets done by anyone else. Of course <laughs> not. No. stays there. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we have, I have Robin. I kind of stole her um, right out from underneath Andy's nose <laughs> before he could hire her for um, the outpost. <laughs> I heard her at Akron Bearing, and um, so she was there, so she took care of a lot of the incoming paper. That's good. The problem stuff. <laughs> it's just on my desk. Because they know Jesse solves the problems. <laughs> well, I do throw a good mom voice. There you go. So oh. when we talk about Gary Khan, I can talk about that. <laughs> so what's been going on in the news? Oh, there's actually a lot, a lot. Yeah. this week. Yeah. Not a lot. Um, one thing that... Um, Vicky and I actually got a chance to sit down and watch that. Um, Netflix put up a bunch of new stuff this week. <clears throat> yes, they did. One of them was Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, I saw that. Which, I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know this was coming. I guess I read it. Um, IGN had an article about this. It's David Lynch, and I guess he and his partner, they've been wanting to do a heavy metal movie. Which, the, we've had, we had one in the 70s, we had one in 2000. Well, they want to do another one. Basically, a sci-fi, fantasy, R-rated um, it's usually a mix of different media's anthology movie. Well, um, they ended up they didn't get the rights to that, but that's what this is. This is a heavy metal style TV series on Netflix. Right. And we watched the first episode; it was awesome. So we're gonna watch the rest of that and let you guys know what you, what we thought of that. Cool. Mm-hmm. But actually, I watched. Um, speaking of new Netflix stuff, I watched Turn Up Charlie. Yeah. Um, it's a dramedy with Idris Elba. Um, it's a Netflix original. Just started this past weekend. Uh, it's where he is, he's a, a, a down-on-his-luck DJ. He hit it big at one point, but hasn't done anything since. And he starts working as a nanny for his boyhood friend, who's a famous dude who's moved back to London. Oh, that's And he, he's kind of a nanny, but not really. He doesn't want to be called a nanny. And it, it's, it is strictly dramedy. Like, it's not a sitcom the way they kind of seem to advertise it at first. Mm. We gotta get people to watch. I don't like sitcoms anyway, but I do like Idris Elba. That's why I watched it. Uh, (laughs) And he's shirtless a lot of the time. Just saying. Well then, (laughs) Um, you have you should at least be able to tolerate house music because that's the kind of DJ he is, and other people are in the show. So I'm not a fan of house music, but I could deal with it because Idris Elba. And (laughs) there's also a lot of drug use in the storyline, so it's definitely an adult show. Well, it's about um, clubs in London, so... Yeah, it's about him trying to kind of get a resurgence in his career at, at the same time as dealing with this kid who is one of those, like, uber-smart girls and, and like, she's the one who knows best and she doesn't want to deal with being parented and stuff like that. Uh, that and, kind of reminds me of Uptown Girls with, uh... What was that one actor, Brittany or something, who had passed away? Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yes. I do recall that. Yeah. Yes, yes, it, it, yeah. It's, it's a little similar to that. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was decent. I mean, you know, for a dramedy sort of thing for, for Netflix, so it'll probably do another season, because Idris Elba. Uh, <laughs> 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 and because Netflix. Possible. Netflix, you get two seasons of the make Exactly, something. exactly. Really? It's Netflix. They I, put love the money I love in. that they give um, shows a chance. Like, they don't just yeah. immediately cancel it. They're like, okay, well, it might have had a slow start, but then they try and see it's like, if there's a snowball. Yeah, it's kind of like, they've got the actors anyway. And, just, you know, yeah. and this is the type of show that they didn't exactly have to invest a hell of a lot of money, because it's just location shots and it's not like there's special effects and stuff and um, and it's it's kind of a little out of character for what you're used to seeing Idris Elba as because he does so much drama with Luther or he does you know action movies with with doing Thor and stuff like that so 
Um, it's a little not what you're kind of used to him as, but it's kind of cool seeing him in that way, too. So that's what I watched. Cool. Speaking of original, I watched The Order. Yeah, she saw one on Netflix, too. Another new one. Yeah. You're <laughs> mentioning all the things that I put in my queue, and I have not watched it. <laughs> well, well, I was editing the last two so days. That's what she did. She binged it the last two days. Nice. It was, well, yeah, because I was watching it while I was painting. But, no, it was actually really good. What was okay. it all about? Um, well, it's college. He got accepted. And then, basically, he, he goes to the college because he must take down this order that doesn't exist. Secret society yeah. sort of thing. He yeah. wants to take it down. Um... And he, he ends up, but then in the meantime, he becomes a werewolf. So he's a werewolf doing magic. And <laughs> Just, the, you know, because well, you do. Oh, that's <laughs> well, what it is is with the, with the werewolf, because, like, there was kids, like, the kids that were being, um, like, uh, they weren't in the society yet, so they had to, like, do all these little tasks. All right. So he thought it was a wolf killing killing the recruits, and it being a golem that was killing the recruits. Oh. So he's chasing after like the whole werewolf type thing, and finds out later on that that's not the werewolves are basically uh, knights that take and they basically take down the bad guys, like the bad magic, the bad nice. stuff. Kind of like the Prince of Lupus and um, kind, Mortal Instruments. Anyways, but end up you don't get bit. They're they're wolf hides <clears throat> that are kind of magical that accept you when they go into your body and you become wolf. Oh, that's, that's actually so, almost like that's a skin locker. Yeah, where you wear yeah. The, yeah cool. okay. And the only way to get separated is you die. And then, uh, then, then, the, you know. then the skin of the wolf goes back to its its box until it finds somebody else. Oh. So um, it's it's very different. The order cool. itself, aren't they all basically all witches? You find out that the actual secret society is all witches. Right. I love so he, when he's they actually have new wolf. ideas like that. Mm-hmm. Something that's just not a redone. Of, well, yeah, it's like, oh, look, they got bit again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for him actually being able to do both. Right. Because he's both. He's a knight and in the order. Nice. Cool. Cool. Well, there you go. Yeah, they I just, mm-hmm. I just been watched a lot something of on um, Rooster Teeth. They have, you know, they do a lot of um, now uh, anime style um cartoony but shows yeah um like uh, ruby which mm-hmm. is their big one right now but they just released a new one called genlock it was phenomenal i would recommend it to anyone i binge watched it. i watched the first episode and then my whole night was gone <laughs> i watched the first episode and then 3 a.m rolled around and i'm like wow guess i should go to bed it's really yeah. good. It's about um, giant robots, and the, the whole Genlock idea is that there are certain people who have just the right um, mental and physical um, abilities, and there's nothing like extraordinary about them, mm-hmm. uh, but that they can their brains can be downloaded into a giant robot. So it's about big mechs who are fighting off, and it's almost like... Um, um, a civil war. Okay. All right. Because there is one side who has their own beliefs and then another side with their others. Oh. And and they're slowly invading. They started on the East Coast and they're slowly and it's all about keep maintaining the line mm-hmm. and then when these Genlock people and the giant mechs become available, now they're going to start trying to take back what was taken from them originally. Okay. So it's it's really cool. Um I completely binge watched it. I couldn't stop myself. I normally can. I can normally watch a couple episodes and then go to bed. But this one, uh, uh-uh. wow. it's really good storyline. Okay. I would oh, recommend oh. it. You had me a giant mix. I mean, <laughs> big surprise. Part of, I grew up in the '80s. That's the, the you get, got me a giant robots. Well, and they have some really like big named people doing the voice acting too, like Maisie Williams. She's oh, one cool. of the, yeah. Uh, 
And now that I mentioned that, I can't think of any of the other names. <laughs> it was the one that you knew you had to mention. <laughs> I knew Maisie Williams because she, she plays um, completely not anything like uh, Arya or, or Arya or, at all. Yeah. I mean, she's just a little. Well, maybe Arya before. What was the name of this? The big War. Genlock. Because I was going to say, Netflix has got a lot of um, that type stuff right now going. A lot yeah. of the giant robot anime. Oh, yeah. But this, My, this is um, from Rooster Teeth yeah, this Productions. Is, which is all on YouTube, isn't it? <clears throat> or no, where do you watch yes. Rooster Teeth at? Roosterteeth.com. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like an app or anything? Um, I don't know if they have an app, but... You don't need an app when you've got the internet. Yeah. yeah. It's just online. Well, this has Michael B. Jordan, David Tennant, Dakota Fanning. David, David Tennant. Yeah. Maisie, yeah. Will, Maisie Williams. Yep. It's just the names that jump out of my head. I mean, a lot of these other ones will probably be names that people would know if they know anime and things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. I'm just looking what, what names jump out to me. That, yeah. that was the first ones there. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the voice acting is really good, too. It's, it, it doesn't feel stiff or like they're... They, they, Rooster Teeth has gotten it down on lock as right. far as uh, um, getting the voice actors to actually sound like they're within what they're uh, drawing. Well, cool. it's like... Uh, Reminds me uh, a little bit the way they handled the mix in, um, what was it, uh, Pacific Rim? Yes. That's what yeah. popped in my head, Only too. Yeah. instead of the people being inside the robots, are they, aren't they actually in the robots? Yeah, they're, they're actually, actually in the robots. The point to this is that the body is completely disconnected from the robot itself. The oh, body is, that, is in its own tank okay. somewhere in a different location. Okay. Um, but they have a certain time limit that they can remain in the, in the robot. The brain can re- remain in the robot or... They can't get downloaded back into their own bodies. Okay. Oh. So that's. Yeah. So yeah, you can basically download your consciousness into a robot. Yes. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Wow. It's, re- it's a really interesting take on the giant mech. That is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, what else is going on in geek news? Ha. No, there's uh, I know yeah, a stack here. That <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> we need people to know what they should watch. Yes. <laughs> a lot. Um, we'll start out with uh, a follow-up from last weekend with the Captain Marvel box office. Um, in case you haven't heard, for a movie that had a budget of $150 million, uh, domestically, it's approaching $200 million already. This oh. is This is before this second weekend's take. And um, is, has actually made half a billion dollars globally already. Um, they said basically it's a lock for making a billion by the time yeah. it gets out. It's such a good movie. I, really want, I want to go see it again. I've seen it twice. At least one more time. And I was going to consider doing it another time this weekend, and we just didn't have time. <laughs> but I kind of want to go see it in 3D since I saw it in just the XD. I right. See yeah. it or on IMAX. They've got the IMAX oh, version too. Yeah. <laughs> So let's have a little road trip. Because <laughs> I want to go see it in IMAX. <laughs> so, IMAX isn't that far. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not really that far. Um, so yeah, so big, big time there. And uh, obviously, if you haven't seen it, which I don't know why you haven't, but you should go see it. I know a lot of people don't like the first week or so because they don't like the busy crowds and stuff like that. My sister's weird. She hates going to movie theaters to see movies. Yeah. And my <laughs> brother-in-law, he's just like, "Why wouldn't you go and see this on the big screen?" Yeah. I just don't like it. Certain certain movies, like you just need on the big screen. All the oh, superhero yeah. ones, you need you on the big screen. It, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. really, to get the Even full effect. Even if you just wait for it to get to the dollar theater, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it for a buck 50, exactly. You know? They're like, like a, a, a steak, a proper de- steak should be grilled. Ah, you know, no, you could just do it in a microwave. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm of the opinion even I'm uh, use in that. a flat <laughs> skillet, a flat skillet is almost okay. 
Not, but not even up to okay. Only yet. if you don't have availability of a grill. Exactly. Only. I'm just saying. Right? Totally I agree completely. <laughs> I, I'm just like you. You know, even a George Foreman's better than a skillet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I, I, you, you at least uh, get those marks. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, totally, I'm totally using that analogy on myself. <laughs> she, she might get it. Now, fo- following up on this, this week, actually, when our episode drops on the 20th, is supposed to be the day when the Disney Fox merger is complete. Mm. They announced March 20th. They Basically, the final hurdle was Mexico. Um, mm. Earlier, it had been Brazil and Mexico. They got past Brazil. They needed to get past Mexico. And it's exactly the same as what happened with the antitrust authorities in the U.S. It had a lot to do with the sports networks. Um, especially for Brazil and Mexico, it was uh, football slash soccer related. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, I was like, Brazil and Mexico? Yeah. What? It was that, you know. <laughs> but, then, but football. It's the sports. It's yeah. the sports. So and they, anymore, net, networks are global. They're no longer, they're not just national anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and when I meant, when I said football, I meant like yeah. the, English. Oh no! Yes, real football. Real yeah, football. <laughs> the original football. So, um, so yeah, the Mexico's Federal Telecommunications Institute unanimously voted to approve it, and uh, so now it's just moving forward, getting everything signed, and it'll be this week. Um, and following from that, there are thoughts because uh, Avengers Endgame comes out at the end of April. There is now a distinct possibility with everything being finalized that we could see some kind of previously Fox-owned character show up in an end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Not within the movie itself. I mean, that's done and dusted. That's right. all. <laughs> like, that has to be done. But interestingly, um, for those who didn't know, if you remember the clip from Avengers of Shwarma at the very yes. end of Avengers... <laughs> That was actually filmed after the movie had already premiered on the red carpet. Yes, that's right. So because that's there's why plenty of time. That's why Captain America had to hide his lower face. That's right. He had a beard and he couldn't shave that's it off. That's right. Right. So that had already that was filmed right at the literally <laughs> past the last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so they could have something happen. Yeah. Um, and and it would be interesting to see you know where they would really go. Exciting, considering there are still a couple of X Men movies to come out, like X Men and New Mutants. There's those are still you know virtually well, we finished got, production yeah, at coming. Least one that we know is coming because Dark Phoenix is coming out. D- yeah, Dark um, Phoenix is, but New um, Mutants is still a question mark. They New may, Mutants, they may scrap it. New Mutants, they hinted this past week might end up on Hulu. Okay. Um, but yeah, for Dark Phoenix, so it it may be a little difficult for them to fit in. X-Men characters. However, there are plenty of characters from the Fantastic Four universe that well, they can oh, use. That's true. And how many of the last in the last good movie? Last two well, years or so, remember, the Avengers Tower, it looked like it was going under construction. Yeah. Yeah, Silver Surfer. So what's the chances of seeing that New York skyline and exactly what everybody called, and all of a sudden you see that's no longer the got an A on the side, it's now got a four on the side. And of it's it. in um, the thing oh, is that would be neat. For for that element though, it's it's under construction in the Spider Man trailer. Yeah. That doesn't come out till July. Right. Depends on when they put Spider-Man timelines. So, yeah, it does. Because they could put Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're going to see the next one. Uh, um, but the the one thing is people are actually hoping for Silver Surfer because if you, if you consider mm-hmm. the cosmic element that comes in with Captain Marvel, yeah. with ev- everything going on, it would be easy to just have a silver a, streak going through the sky. Yeah, That's all absolutely. you need. And, it, and actually, that could set up for your next big Avengers movie. Having Because we keep saying that each of these Avengers movies... They, they keep trying to have to one-up themselves on something bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, Thanos is almost as big as you get, but not quite. 
You do have the potential for Galactus. Aren't we getting and if you see and Silver you have, Surfer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting. Swirl you do. Girl. You do have. Um, I think on freeform. You have. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a TV, TV show. You have Silver Surfer is the Herald of Galactus, so there's that possibility. Um, the other thing is there. There is talk that Captain Marvel actually introduced the next big bad, which is the Supreme Intelligence. Because there's a lot more storyline in the comics about what the Supreme okay. Intelligence wants to take over. Yeah, because in the comics, I thought Squirrel Girl actually defeated Thanos at one point. At one point. Not having to do with the not having to do with the gauntlet and stuff like that. Though. Right. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, at another Bruce point, she did. this time around. Um, and then and then the other idea is actually that they're not going to go big and worry about the cosmos. They're going to go small. Um, if you consider the most recent Endgame trailer had everyone in quantum suits. That would be good, though, because so, then... Because yeah. trying to one-up yourself every single time, let's kind of narrow it back down. And, yeah. And they have, and then you can build it. They in. have micro-knots, etc., in the quantum realm. You know so. what could also be interesting <laughs> is that end credit scene would be real easy to set up just a dude in a green hood sitting there watching a monitor as all this is happening. And you see, like, a silver gauntlet or something. Oh, to duh. see is Doctor Doom watching the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because with that Ant-Man, would be an Avengers-level villain. Yep. With yeah. Ant-Man and Wasp, remember? At the very end of that Yeah, the microverse. Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I just... So there's plenty of big and it bads was, out Wasn't Doctor Doom that started all the planet thing? Where they all battled on the oh, planet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that was Doctor Doom. Doom that took yeah. over and caused all of that. When, yeah. I, when I was growing up, the, my first introduction really to the Marvel Universe was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And Doctor Doom was the villain for that. Yeah. So it's like that's the one they, villain that everybody in the world wants to see they, in yeah, Marvel, and they couldn't yeah. they couldn't do anything because he was in Fantastic Four, exactly. and, and that mm-hmm. was it. So because he is a Fantastic Four villain, yeah. but now you put him uh, now that he's on the board, yeah. There's uh, that would be an awesome direction to go. Yeah. I still like the idea that everyone's going to shrink down. Goose, Goose is going to suck him up. Goose is going to go to Thanos. <laughs> the next movie is actually in Goose's bed. This whole inside Goose goes to Thanos. Thanos does the whole oh cute kitty, cute kitty. Blah. They could they could definitely do an animated version like that. <laughs> that <laughs> would be hilarious. Um, Coming soon to Disney they, Plus. Kevin yeah. Feige did say basically that Captain Marvel is the one leading um, the MCU forward. So, because we know we know uh, Steve Rogers and uh, and especially Iron Man are out after yeah. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Not that they're necessarily going to be killed; they could still retire. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but we know they're out in some form. Yeah. Um, well, they said the, the actors have said they're done, but that doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't rule out cameos. And Marvel at this point, Disney has well, the money that you throw you back a Brinks truck up to their house, they'll show up. But there's also <laughs> yeah. stuff like um, I know that there was the picture of uh, Carter. They were talking about her. Mm-hmm. What's the chances of something happening with her in game? Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Well, then, see, the thing is, the, and that's the next thing we can get into is the is the actual the end game trailer that came out this week mm-hmm. because I, I love the color palette. There's a lot of flashback. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got the mix of flashback as well as voiceover as well as current, which people at Marvel claim they're not showing anything beyond the first 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. I don't know how on some of those stuff um, that they're showing. <laughs> no, I think that makes perfect sense actually. If if I mean most of the stuff there's no question it could all happen at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Um, Cuz easily getting Iron Man back well, if Captain Marvel's there, she'll just go up and bring him back. Yeah. I mean, it's not right. a big deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if Thor, well, if nothing else, if Thor's on Earth, that means what's left of that whole team is back. So, because you got to think, Thor was with the Guardians, right? Right. So that means he could, they could have picked up. Well, and the thing Tony is, though, easy. the the very end clip that you see with Thor, Captain Marvel, and Black Widow um, in that at the very end of the trailer, 
that's the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because Black Widow has short blonde hair, just like she does in Infinity War. The rest mm-hmm. of the trailer, she has longer reddish hair. Mm-hmm. So that's but, how you can tell timeline-wise exactly <laughs> yeah. what happens. I'm yeah. not a big fan of so, like, blonde hair. Everyone, yeah. everyone gets introduced to Captain Marvel immediately. <laughs> right. is what happens. Sorry. That was my reminder to take my Well, pillow. that. Everyone wants to know what, what happened with Thor and um, Captain Marvel. Nothing yeah. happened with them. They're just, they're just there on the team together. Yeah. Well, no. When, when he calls his, his uh, hammer and it goes flying past her head. She, she didn't flinch. flinch. Yeah, that was yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. That was she the whole flinch. point was that she just stood there as he did it. And he's like, right. okay, you're well, good. And he has no idea what is, power she has. Right. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. wondering what the conversation was, you know. That caused that to happen. Right. For him to call the hammer and stuff. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that that hammer, he could have missed it, hit her right in the back of the head, and she would, wouldn't have even felt it. He, he I would, mean, yeah, he wouldn't have missed it. Let's not forget that Thor is, can be kind of misogynistic, so well, that's going to yeah, flash He's a old lot school. He is old school for sure. Captain yeah. Marvel. Which is going to be some great comedy. But, but then again, he always knew to follow his mother's direction. That's true. He never messed with Lady Sif. No. I mean, he's not to that extent. Yeah. You so, know, so no, he, he knows. He tests, he tests the ladies yeah. out first. If they're not strong willed enough, then he's going to go all misogynistic. Well, I think, I think that whole hammer scene was more not necessarily testing her because she was a woman. Just the fact that just she was her there as a super and power. was apparently part of the team. Yeah. yeah, I still would have loved it if she would have rushed over and took the hammer from him. <clears throat> that, I, I almost waited it. for her to catch the hammer. That's yeah. what I was kind of <laughs> waiting for. Yeah, she was <laughs> because quite honestly, she would be worthy. I mean, Absolutely. cosmic level, she has yeah. to be worthy. Um, but there's well, there's a lot there's a lot of other questions in the trailer. Like one of them, my coworker <laughs> who just watches the movies doesn't know the comics actually asked. She's like. What's going on with Hawkeye teaching the girl to shoot? <laughs> she didn't know Hawkeye had a family, huh? I'm like, well, yeah. no, she did, because she's seen the movies. Okay. Everyone knows Hawkeye has a family. That's his daughter. But, but that's, that's the assuming. thing. She was like, is that his daughter? Because she's a little older, but of mm-hmm. course she was younger in the earlier movies. That makes right. sense. Um, and a lot of people are like, well, is that Kate Bishop? Okay, it's not Kate Bishop. Let's put that out there. It's not Kate Bishop slash Hawkeye. It's not her. Mm-hmm. Um, unless the MCU decides to change things and make his daughter into the Kate Bishop character. Which, they've done that type of thing before and it which, works. Which they might. It, it, the problem is, it doesn't work based on the comics. Kate Bishop is a completely different character, completely separate from him. You know, it just... Her character type, it wouldn't work to suddenly make her related to him. It just... Okay. Um, but my thought on that exact scene... Um, because, of course, I looked up screenshots <laughs> of the entire trailer... If you see the screenshot, blurry in the background, there's a boy and a woman. That's a family thing going on. They're they're out on a picnic. I believe that's when the snap happens. That's I believe that is Clint out having a good day with his family, and that happens. And he loses everybody else. And that's how you know why he becomes Ronan. Because he loses everyone. Because he has his normal haircut, everything, and, you know... Then you see the Ronan cut, so you know he's a different character, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Right. <laughs> um, so you know why he goes rogue, why he decides to go out on his own, sort of thing. I think that's what happens. He loses his whole family, and that's why he's Ronan. Because really, I don't. Th- he wouldn't become Ronan if he had any family left. No. And I think that's what it shows you in that. That's my theory. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's my theory. Um, and you get, uh, interestingly, you only get one shot of Banner in the entire trailer and no Hulk. Right. Mm. So it's a matter of, you know, how soon does Hulk actually show up again? Well, you got to remember the entire Infinity War. Mm-hmm. It, Hulk did, was, did, was scared. Exactly. Now, true. something's up. He never came Some, back. You know something's up if the Hulk is scared. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he was, well, he was, I think the Hulk was both scared and did not like being used as the, the power behind everything. He, right. wanted, <clears throat> he wanted to be asked to be used. Because Hulk is its own entity. He's intelligent in, on his own. Mm-hmm. 
And and we saw the development of him through Ragnarok and that where he yeah. was thinking for himself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, and he didn't like just being used that consciousness way. in one yeah. body. I was right. yeah, I was hearing I don't know if it was you guys on Mighty Marvel Geeks or somewhere else was talking about um Hulk's progression right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it looks like was it you guys talking about that? Yeah. How first time you see him is Toddler Hulk. He yep. smash and just smash everything. The next time you see him on in uh Ragnarok, he's more like a teenager or a yep. tween. And, He's, he's all about maturing. just being a teenager to where are if, we going to get the smart Hulk? If Hulk is its own separate entity who just happens to be sharing a body, could his consciousness been erased? No. no? What, so what happens? Is, what happened was, all right. So the the thing is, uh, the gamma radiation caused well whenever he was angry for I guess for it to cause all the uh, almost like a huge adrenaline dump and that's why he will hulk out but then at the same time his brain would get almost childlike and just strike out well what's happening is as he's do- the longer that he's hulk he kind of starts to mature and so what happens so eventually it's more like split personality versus yeah. right yeah it's not two Separate people it's more just like like instant mutation every right. time hulk comes out like, and so, like, like in the comics, what happens... Yeah, exactly, like split. <laughs> like, in the comics, what eventually happens is uh, he... Well, there, there was, like, a battle with him, within him. There's almost like two Hulks. And so, eventually what happens is he ends up becoming, um, like, Banner's intellect and Banner's mentality, but in Hulk's body. And so it's almost like they merge. They, they merge. Uh, okay. you know, yeah. Yeah. So I was you, wondering about that because in the comics he really stays Hulk more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, read the comics, so kind of, kind of like what the way She Hulk is. Like yeah. most of the time, she ends up staying She Hulk most of the time instead of being Jennifer. Yeah. Right? You know, so that that's kind of that's what works wondering. out easier. I've never read She Hulk at all. I've never really seen her anywhere else other than seeing her that she's in comics. Is she like Hulk where she had a totally different personality or is it all just the same person? She early, mutated into her. No, early on, um, they made her Savage She Hulk when she first appeared. So she was very, very much like early Hulk with, you know, um, raging kind of thing mm-hmm. and didn't quite connect with the, the, I guess you could say, human side of her. Um, whereas later, and when they had newer versions like Sensational She-Hulk, she she's always been as as a, an individual as Jennifer. She's always been a little insecure, even though she like she's the lawyer and everything. Um, but she was much more um, sure of herself, etc. When she was She-Hulk, and so when she became the Sensational She-Hulk series that came out in the '90s, made her more of an equal in both parts. And she would actually stay She-Hulk most of the time and actually go to court that way and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you so think we're going to get a She-Hulk movie? I'd love I that eventually. I know, me too. She's, well, she's rea- one of my top three characters, like Captain <clears throat> yeah. Marvel and her. Like, are, Well, then, with the reaction to Captain Marvel so far, I would not put it past them. Yeah. But they, 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 they just she- have to get the person yeah. right. Either yeah. a She-Hulk <laughs> series or a movie. Yeah. Yes, and and the thing is, there was hope for it when Marvel was talking about that all female TV show that they since dropped. Yeah. Um, so there was hope for it then, but um, well, now that they have two online outlets that they own. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we already know Hulu's going to have all your um, more adult, mature mm-hmm. type Marvel stuff. Right. And well, the, uh, they've not officially said that, but we know that's what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Well, Disney has Disney's, already said they're yeah. not putting it on Disney Plus. So and Disney Plus <laughs> is going to have all your all ages content. Right. Right. 
So either so, way, I don't know which way She-Hulk is, would work best. She-Hulk is one of the, you could say, one of the biggest characters they haven't done something with yet. Right. Yeah. You know, if you look at their universe of characters and the big ones that are kind of left, yeah, mm-hmm. there's not a lot that, mm-hmm. and She-Hulk is one of them that they they haven't done anything with. I mean, with, she, so. she she is a major Avenger, and yeah, she's she's been an Avenger, a West Coast Avenger. She's been all over the place. She's been in part of Fantastic Four. Yeah, I mean that would be a way to bring her in. Right. <laughs> she's uh. been in Fantastic Four. Huh. So, and she's also met the Inhumans, and I mean she's been everywhere as part That's of same. it. Oh. Wait, I remember there was because I right, so you remember like there was one point where the and I don't know if they would even do this but that would be I think it'd be a cool movie there was one point where the Fantastic Four kind of disappeared and so they brought in She-Hulk was it She-Hulk Spider-Man Wolverine I forget what the fourth one you to remember take they, their place yeah to yeah. make a new place. Fantastic Four yeah yeah and that lasts like all in one issue but I thought that was awesome <laughs> That would be an interesting way to take a movie. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> yeah but, right. You know what? I'm wondering, um, another one that, I don't know how it actually is in the comics now, is Namor active at all in the comics at all? Uh, Namor is being hinted at in movies. Uh, I've heard that well, in the last like, 10 <laughs> years, everybody keeps uh, hinting about Namor. Yeah, there's there's been bigger hints that are happening lately. Especially, well, I think so. what it is, some of that may be the fact that people looking at what the, um, Warner Brothers actually allowed them to do with Aquaman. He said, wait a minute, because it's a similar character. It's not the same by any means. Right. It's a totally different character, but it's a similar realm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, water is water. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see if they... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because Namor is basically one of Marvel's biggest bads. He's like, yeah. he's their longest standing bad. Isn't he? Didn't we figure that out? Wasn't yeah. he a good guy the, for a while, though? He was the original, one of their original villains was Namor. <laughs> I thought yeah. he was a hero to start he with. He was. To, no, he, he was a bad guy to begin with and yeah. then became a hero, kind of... A reluctant hero. Yeah. Right. I know he's one of the he's oldest. back and forth. He's one of Marvel's oldest heroes, yeah. too. Yeah. He's flipped back and forth a lot. Because like, he, right. he was on the scene with the original Captain America and Human Torch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they, they the, 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 not Defenders, Invaders, the Invaders. 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 Yeah, they, they, uh, they, they, him back to that, um, at that point. Who else do um, they have from World War Two? I know those three from World War Two era. Golden oh, Age. yeah. Well, Golden Age are still here. Golden, oh. There's not much because Marvel oh. didn't wasn't Marvel no. until like the early '60s. Those, those those were the three. Well, I mean, you've got Nick Fury. Nick, Wait, uh, does he go back that far? Well, Howling yeah, Commandos. I go think, back that I far, think Nick but. Fury. Howling yeah, Commandos and Nick Fury and I think Nick, Nick Fury was actually created in the '60s though. I don't think. Yeah, that, that's true. I don't think Nick Fury. That's what I'm wondering. Howling Commandos in the '40s, there, but he he was created later. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting but. to see that something even if. They would Chris Evans would never do it, but do one where you kick Captain America back, and actually he meets some of the original heroes back then. Right, right. <laughs> that would be a good series. Well, and and of course we don't know where anything's going until after Endgame and Spider Man because yeah. they're not going to give us anything nope. <laughs> until then. Um, Spider Man, they may actually announce the next couple movies in a well, trailer on Spider Man. If you think about it, Spider Man comes out beginning of July. Sure. Comic Con happens mid to end of July. I thought it was June. Um. No, isn't Comic Con in July? Yeah, Comic Con's in July. In July. Okay. Um, so like, it's all around the same time we're going to be getting stuff. Everything's going to be announced probably. Um, and I don't know if there's a D twenty three this year, but that's another. No, that's not this year. Um, or, it might be. There might be. I think that be, there was no D twenty three last year, so there might be one this year. Yeah. Um, that they could potentially give. Um, <laughs> Kylan's getting love from Cassie and we're just like, we're all very distracted I'm right sorry. now Cassie's being super cute and we just can't help it um 
So yeah, uh, one of the other interesting things that kind of goes along with this is that Marvel is reportedly developing an animated What If series for Disney+. Plus. If you've ever looked at, at some of their comics, they have a whole series of comics, What Ifs, um, that some of them have, uh, over the past few months, been re-released when they've been doing these True Believers um copies that they're re-releasing for a buck right. a piece. Yes. Uh, but what if stories are are basically uh, the DC's equivalent is Elseworld. It's um, essentially they're looking at doing an anthology series and it's kind of like things such as what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four or what if the world knew Daredevil was blind or they've got a lot of them where what if a certain character died or what if a certain character lived. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see all of these the, stories. The interesting thing is, like with these, with the What If series, some of these ended up becoming uh, canon, actual storylines. Yeah. Storylines. Uh, one, one in particular from the late seventies, and they re-released this when um, they uh, released the new uh, Conan series. Was what if Conan lived in modern times? Now, mind you, that was set in the seventies. But we're now getting that because we're getting the Savage Avengers, which teams Conan with uh, the Punisher and Elektra and a bunch of other people in modern day. I think they were saying Wolverines in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, all the ones that Conan would be hanging out with anyway at the bar. Exactly. Right. <laughs> hey, I so I love the what ifs. What ifs are awesome because the the other thing is what if is kind of the fuel for a lot of geek debates. Yes. You know, like well, the, what if this happened? The interesting <laughs> thing is the what if seems like um, the difference between that and like the Elseworlds was take and put a totally different like move their time frame and stuff like that. Like what if Superman had landed in the 1850s instead of the 1950s? Right. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, or Gotham by Gaslight, where what if mm-hmm. Batman actually happened in the, in the 1890s age, right. and he was chasing um, Jack the Ripper instead of the Joker? Yeah, right. dude, that was such a great story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was um, the movie was good too. Story. And uh, so, yeah, like what the what if from Marvel actually took different plot lines. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't. They didn't basically just rewrite a story for a different time period. It was. It was kind of like it, it made a what difference if, to a lot of characters. Yeah. What happens if he makes this decision instead of that one? Right? Yeah, exactly. And and it was it was pretty interesting. Some yeah. of them were more were more intense than others. And uh, yeah, I think that there was one that was like, uh, what if, what if Spider Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. And that one turned that one turned had a really tragic ending to it. Uh, there was another oh, one. Oh, Spider Man with a tragic ending? Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. But there was a fun one that turned that was like, what if the Fantastic Four never received their powers? And in that one, uh, Reed, that, a, Reed, actually listened, <laughs> Reed actually listened to Sue and didn't, uh, they didn't launch the didn't rocket. Experiment. They ended up becoming like pulp. Like action heroes, like you know, so like like. So they true, were still meant to be heroes. Yeah, but they were just more without the power. True science heroes, mm, just without go. the power. So yeah. And and I have I have one last Disney thing before I get into a couple other things. Um, the big news that dropped on Friday, like middle of the afternoon, Disney has James Gunn back for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that made me super Now, like, the, the funny thing is, we, we've talked about this quite a bit, especially when it happened, that it was kind of ridiculous for them to drop him to begin with. Um, this was actually decided a couple months ago. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, they were scamming us. They weren't telling... This is a corporate thing. They can't release everything when it happens. No. Yeah. Okay? Well, that, like, calm the, down. Um, the fact that they had hired him back, they... Um, 
This actually explains why they're bumping everything back because they may have hired him a couple months ago, but at the same time he was already he had already signed on for the Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. As soon as they dropped him, uh, they they uh, snatched him up because mm-hmm. they realized, you know, as long as you're sincere in your apology and your actions have followed the, what your apology stated, mm-hmm. then you really are sincere about yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that Let basically that's that's what it came down to with Disney and Marvel. They. They realized that his he was sincere with the apology, and they realized that you know he he wasn't the same person anyway, and and that kind of thing. And they actually part of the agreement of him coming back is that Guardians is not going to begin filming until after he's done with Suicide Squad. Good. Um, and plus, Disney had already because he was still under contract for this part of it had already accepted his script for Guardians Three because mm-hmm. he wrote that and it was finalized, and they were going to use that anyways for the film. They couldn't find anybody else that could do um, it <laughs> or something. <laughs> Interestingly, they never actually talked to anyone else yeah. to do it. Disney sat on it and waited. And i uh, that's just a normal corporate it was, thing. Yeah. It's not like they were just wasting time or they were trying to hide things. No, it was ex- yeah. it was exactly what we said. The, him being fired was a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. The Monday morning when they realized what they did, like, oh, crap. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. we're just going to let now? this go for a little let's bit. Let this, right. yeah, let's <laughs> let this settle and then we'll bring it and we'll yeah, fix exactly. it. Exactly. Especially you consider how different Guardians was from all the other mm-hmm. superhero yes. movies. Right. And then you're going to get rid of the guy who helped... Right, I would not be su- basically his baby. Guardians was his baby. I yeah. mean, the way he presented it. I would not be surprised if they hadn't weren't talking to him within less than two weeks of them firing oh, yeah. him. And they said, uh, "Guy, we messed up." And then he's all of a sudden in the greatest bargaining position anybody's ever seen. Oh yeah, because they want him back. He, if he wants to come back, he writes his own contract. That's just it. He already <laughs> got the money for writing the script, mm-hmm. and they had to pay him a chunk of change to come back. I mean, yeah. come on, they were like, "Well, they were going to lose was- some of the actors." Taboo. Yeah, exactly. They're they're about at least half the cast had said we're not doing this unless he's involved. Yeah, so they punish someone for actually apologizing. Yeah, for they their they would have had to have changed either the cast members or completely changed the team or you know, and it, it would have messed things survive. up. Yeah, yeah it the cool have done thing well. is, I think this is the first time we've seen since in the new in the era of superhero con- movies. Where a director is actually contract contractually obligated to do both DC and Marvel at the same time. Right. He's yeah. got a contract for for both universes. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> which is know, fine. I mean, superheroes are superheroes when you're writing them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the world consider... is different, but it's not. It's the and similar really, idea. He's in both cases. He's writing about the outcast team, the team that's mm-hmm. not part of anything else, and. It's just unfortunate Harley's supposed to be in the next one. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, but I, with James Gunn writing it, I think we'll finally get an actual real Harley. We yeah. are. This is going to be a reboot. They're yes. like, yeah, yeah, they already said it's a Harley reboot. has a personality. Not a sequel, and, it's a reboot, yeah. so. And it, you, might, you might have to go see this one anyway, because yeah. the biggest rumor that is all but confirmed is that Idris <laughs> Elba is coming to do Deadshot. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, yeah, that'll make you see it. Some of the other ideas for characters they've talked about for this movie, though, I'm like, wait, where'd that come from? Like, Polka Dot Didn't, Man? Didn't they say um, Shark is in it? King, King Shark is Shark? supposed to be in yeah. it. The Polka Dot Man, and a couple other like really far down Batman yeah, but, villains and stuff. But, but look that's at, Suicide Squad. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy and who he chose mm-hmm. for that that people knew nothing about. That's true. Like he yeah. made everyone love a talking raccoon and a tree that can only say one phrase. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> they made people actually care that um, Vin Diesel was saying one word over and over the yeah, entire movie. exactly. <laughs> and no one even cared it was even him. It was the character. Yeah, exactly. It just proves when women say it's not what you said, it's how you said it. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Okay, finally moving on from superhero <laughs> stuff. 
Um, Netflix, uh, if, if you paid attention to Netflix and depending what you watch on it, especially considering what we talked about earlier, um, they, they've been doing a lot of animated <coughs> stuff of their own. They have partnered with leading Japanese production companies. Uh, entering into partnerships with Anima, Sublimation, and David Production to jointly create original anime series. They're doing one based on their Altered Carbon series Ooh, called nice. Ar- Altered Carbon Resleeved. Yeah. Uh, they're doing one called Dragon's Dogma, which is based on a critically acclaimed open world RPG video game, and Spriggan, which is based on a manga series. Yep. Cool. Um, they actually, these, these titles join two series already in production by Production IG and Bones, which is uh, Ghost in the Shell SAC 2045, which premieres next year, and Vampire in the Garden, which is about an unlikely friendship between the human and vampire races and involves a lot of music for some hmm. some reason. It's a, <laughs> music was involved. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of new anime style yeah. stuff coming to Netflix. Interesting. You said the um, Ultra Carbon Resleeved. That actually brought to my ma- mind originally like um, the Animatrix and some of this stuff mm-hmm. from back in the early 2000s when some of these movies were huge and they anime did a small right. thing from it. And I mean Altered Carbon is coming out with a second season too yeah. so you're going to have the live action plus the anime all together. I right? love I love I love that Netflix is embracing. Um, they, they do their dramas and stuff like that too, but they're fully ever, all in for um, sci-fi, fantasy, um, fu- mm-hmm. futuristic, altered change, and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the weird and strange. They're stuff. very big into sci-fi, fantasy. I mean, that's kind of where you have to go for a lot of these things to get mm-hmm. to get a mass of them. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you can get individual shows on on cable or other apps, but uh, but Netflix is basically really even, big on it. They're doing better than the Sci-Fi Channel on some of Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I they mean, are. like uh, I've been, I've been, I've been watching um, uh, Castlevania, and Great that series. was really good. That was surprisingly good, mm-hmm. you know. And speaking of sci-fi series in development, this one actually comes from AMC. They're looking at doing an Orphan Black spinoff, which is awesome because that was one of the best shows on television. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're basically developing a new series. Uh, in the same world, it doesn't focus on the characters we already know, so unfortunately it's not going to be the tour de force of Tatiana Maslany, um, yeah. who played all the clones, mm-hmm. uh, in the all, well, all the female clones, put it that all the female clones in the right. original, um, but it, it will be in the same universe and focus on other clones, so you kind of recognize the dark science behind everything, and you know the organizations involved, but it's going to be uh, a different set of clones. And it doesn't... They, they said it, it, it is not a kind of reboot or remake. It is a continuation within the universe. Nice. Um, there's, there's nothing else currently involved with, um, you know, writing, producing, when it'll come out. But AMC has officially announced it's, it's in production. Uh, it's starting. So, and the last thing I have is of importance to certain realms of people who enjoy this. Um, Game of Thrones... Final season is coming up, and they have released the episode lengths, which makes a big deal because there's only six episodes. <laughs> so it's a very big deal as to six how long it's episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite, but um, it starts on April 14th. Uh, in case you didn't already know that, they had already released that. But so the first episode is first couple episodes are just under an hour. 
but by the time you get to the end, you're talking about 80 minutes or so. So you're essentially looking at, like, the last three episodes are basically full-length movies. And actually, <laughs> it's nice that they did that, that they weren't trying to cut down the time to maintain a certain minutes that they had yes. to get to. Or, like, so if it's under an hour, that means they didn't try to extend it just to get to the hour. Right. And if it's over an hour, they weren't trying to cut things short or cut things out that right. really... We wanted to remain in there. Exactly. And and being only six episodes and going through this amount of time, you're going to get, like, I think every episode you're going to have a cliffhanger. And Probably you're gonna also, <laughs> yeah, you're going <laughs> to cry at least through half of these. Uh, there's going to be a lot of death, as there has been through the entirety of the series. Mm -hmm. And um, you're not going to get filler. It's, it's going to be, like you said, because they were very specific on their times, they're putting in exactly what they want in there, and they're not just like, oh, let's see, watch these people walking down the road. Uh, I, think it, I think it helps that it's HBO, so they can yes. have varying times, lengths exactly. of shows. Exactly. So. so, so if you're the fan, and if you need the, of course, if you watch, and if, if you watch the other seasons, you're going to have to watch this. It's the final season. Um, so April 14th is when it starts. Cool. And that's my news for the week. Cool. Uh, is that it? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot I think of stuff so. there. There's a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Yes. But um, actually, Kylan, you, what do you have from this comic and, or pop culture and comic con you went to? What happened, man? Uh, well, actually, it was. It was you didn't seem like you spent a whole lot of time there. I, you didn't I, have time to. I didn't have time. <laughs> we we hung out there for a little bit. Um, I actually uh, managed to. Um, well, you know, kind of, it was a small-ish con, you know, but um, they actually had, uh, as far as guests, uh, they had uh, a chunk of the original Power Rangers there. Uh, they had uh, the guy that was the face of Zordon um, there, which I kind of felt bad for him because nobody was talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> I told Kylan it was because he, everyone's always used to seeing his face kind of obscured in some yeah. way, and they didn't recognize him just as a person. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, oh. So did you walk up and talk to him? I did not. No, I, I was busy. Sorry, Roman, not that sorry. I feel bad. No one's talking to this guy, but I'm not going to talk to him again. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, was, I was doing things at that point, so I really didn't have time. But um, uh, Jim Shooter was there, uh, who was a, a former... Um, Marvel uh, editor in chief, uh, and actually Marv Wolfman was there, and Ooh. I got and so I did get uh, an autograph from him. He's uh, he's he's okay. I, <laughs> I you know he he's an okay guy, uh, but um, that's all I'll say about that. But anyway, um, not as impressive as like Mike Grell or. George Perez or, or Steranko. Steranko. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of uh, conversation going oh, okay. on. So. <laughs> um, but I, I did meet a guy, and I'm kicking myself because I didn't bring the card with me, but there was this guy who, uh, he's a, I think the, he his comic company is called Red Crow Comics. Uh, and he's local to, he's local to um, Huntsville. And uh, he, he, was uh he had a couple of books that he was doing one one was this he was selling the second issue and the other one was the first issue and it involved this uh cop who was um framed and on top of that he actually filmed a movie that was a, a prequel that's going to be on uh Amazon Prime this month mm. and so 
Uh, so the guy was he was pretty cool. Um, and, and, and I don't know. The thing I like about the, going to those shows is, you know, talking to uh, writers and you know the, a lot of independent people. You know, just kind of you know taking time to kind of get to know them as opposed to um, some of the big name people that you, you know or all the celebrities, the celebrities, that yeah. sort of thing. So. Uh, <clears throat> And so yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah. I think there's um, there was Ber- Bermuda City was the one that I picked up. Now it's issue one of that, and uh, he actually looks like he's doing um, that. Uh, he he's, he's looks like he's wanting to try to do a full um, uh, franchise, so to speak, with this. Um, like I said, uh, he's. Uh, at least the one with uh, everything takes place within this uh, place called Bermuda City, which apparently is like the feeling I get from him is that it's kind of like a, a shady place. Uh, the movie is called Dormant, and it sort of is a prequel to what happens in issue one. So uh, I'm looking forward to. I'm going to give it a shot because uh, I think that'd be fun to see and. Um, <laughs> So, Sorry. <laughs> no, and then so then later uh, later that day we uh, well we ended up play play testing uh, what was it Flux Pirate. She's very active. And so that was fun. And then we watched. Uh, we went. To, we later that day went to check out the Cybertronic Spree. Now uh, t- we talked a little bit about Cybertronic Spree, and if you look on YouTube, you can find them. But tell us about Cybertronic Spree. Well, Cy- the Cybertronic Spree is a. Uh, obviously, a Transformers band. Uh, they are uh, inspired by characters from uh, Transformers the movie. Uh, so you had at least with uh, this group, you had Spike, uh, RC, uh, Hot Rod, and was RC there? Yeah, RC is their lead singer. Yeah, RC was there. So <laughs> yeah, she was cool. Um, Dang, and like the the you have the Quintesson, you have yeah the um, and also Unicron, Unicron, and so they, they Shockwave is usually there because I think he's their drummer. Right, uh, Shockwave, uh, Shockwave wasn't wasn't the drummer with uh, uh, this time around. They they had a couple of people who weren't able to make it, which was the reason why we ended up getting Spike because I don't think Spike shows up ah, for okay. everyone. Uh, so it it was awesome. I mean, they opened with the. Rock and uh, Transformers version of the uh, Transformers theme from the movie. Uh, they did. You mean White Lions version? Yeah, was it? Yeah. White Lions. White they did it for the movie. They, yeah, so that's so that's what they did, and they also uh, uh, they also played uh, a few songs from the soundtrack. They also played some themes from uh, cartoons. Uh, as well, they also they one of the they had a, a song that they played that was from a Canadian cartoon that I was not familiar with, but because they play they 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 play in uh, they play conventions in Canada, they had to have Canadian content, and the way they share the the way it satisfied that was a theme for from this one cartoon. It was a raccoon show. Yeah, it, it was about these these raccoons, but the theme was awesome, and so. Uh, they have one original song that, that they had written called uh, "Cybertronic Warrior," and it was it was good. 
it was it was really really good. I had a good time. Uh, they hung out with uh, to talk to people afterwards. Uh, got some pics with every well almost everybody, and I'm planning on seeing them in a couple of weeks. So there's that. Cool. <laughs> Uh, Ingress is going to go running away if you let go of her. I'm not going to let go. <laughs> we need to get her a harness. She is yeah. a serious Ingress is the new, newest member of the show, and it is Andy's bearded dragon that sits here in the shop with us. So, <laughs> we're gonna get some, someone's got to get some pictures of Ingress so that she can put it up on your Instagram. Oh, she's she's been on the Instagram okay. a couple times already. So... But Jesse, you just got back from Gary Con. I did. This was a very much con month, like I said, with yeah. us going to Concoction, you guys going to these ones. So what happened at Gary Con? Uh, you know, games. <laughs> <laughs> and more games and more games. Uh, well, the thing for Gary Con for me is that it's mainly an RPG kind of con. There are tabletop games there as well. Um, but this is the one con that I go to and I play RPGs. I, I don't do that at other cons just right. because, you know... Freaks me out playing with strangers. You don't right. have time half the time either. <laughs> well, yeah, half the time I don't have time. Um, but I played in uh, a couple of games. Uh, one was Destroy All Monsters, which was so much fun. Um, this is where there was a big um, a cityscape on, okay. on a table with uh, 3D buildings and everything. And you played monsters like Godzilla. Okay. And you fight each other. So you each nice. you start off with two monsters and you start in different locations and, um, you know, you try and destroy all the monsters and be the last monster standing. Nice. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I'm definitely playing that next year. Right. Uh, I played in The Void last night at St. Mary's. So it was kind of a take of the movie The Void that's on Netflix right now, and um, but set in the Cthulhu world. Okay. Of course, in that one, everyone died. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, you know. It is Cthulhu. As you Yes. Were. And then the interesting one that I played was Amongst the Fungus, which is also in the Cthulhu uh, realm, because, you know, when I uh, try and pick out the RPGs I want to play, I kind of, you know, kind of can't steer away from Cthulhu. And... Um, <laughs> But this one was DCC, which is more like a funnel where you you actually play four characters, RP, just RPG style. There's no like playboard really or anything, mm-hmm. and it's you're just trying to make it to the end alive. Oh, okay. And you are expected to at least lose two characters because <laughs> you know you're just squishy people trying to survive, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's no like real special abilities. The one I gravitated towards, the, the block of four, um, one of the characters was a rutabaga farmer, and I couldn't pass that one up. <laughs> These sound like Andy Hop characters. They do! <laughs> Sounds like something out of well, low life. The whole fact that it was a fungus game just made me think Andy right away. Uh, a well, rutabaga farmer. You know, it was farm, aliens okay. that spread their disease of themselves and wanting to kind of... Um, Gosh, I can't think of the right words, but trying to uh, make con- everyone conform by um, infecting them with fungus spores. Oh, okay. And the way that you knew you were getting into trouble is when you saw giant mushrooms around. And you're like, oh, crap, don't go that way. Of course, that's the way you have to go, because in a DCC, you're funneled in one direction. Right. It's like being in a dungeon crawl. Okay. So it was a lot of fun. That's the first time I've ever played something like that. And, cool. And uh, I'm definitely going to look forward to trying to do something like that again next year. Uh, are the characters, uh, like when you get there, the... the are the characters pre-gens, pre-generated characters? Yes, they're they're all pre-gen, so there's no like setup time or anything. You right. just go through a stack of 
um, pregens, and mm-hmm. but each one is just a block of four of them. So okay. you don't get to pick four different ones. Okay, four so. different pieces of paper. It's all. So it's like this sheet, and you got these four yeah, characters. Okay. Yeah, and on that sheet you could have you know a shoemaker, a farmer, just a generic person. So, but at least in this particular DCC, they were all just regular people. They weren't um, special characters, right? So I don't know. I've never played in that style before, so I'm going to look forward to nice. That again. I know. Oh, actually, speaking of low life, I. Um, this one person who was hanging out with uh, with our group, um, well, we were we were talking about um, different games and gaming systems, mm-hmm. and so she mentioned um, Savage Worlds. Oh yeah! And I said, um, I said, well, have you? I said, have you ever played? Low life. She goes, I love low life. I mean, she started fangirling, <laughs> and I said. I said, Andy Hobbs like one of my best friends. She goes, Oh my god! And she's like, you're I love his art. And I'm like, All of a sudden, I, you're a celebrity. I was this close <laughs> to calling Andy just so that he could talk to her, but I didn't know if that would make it weird for her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, you know, the thing is, like, I've like, I there's this thing like I know that Andy has a presence in the gaming world. But like here, being here, and I know him on a different level. Yeah. To us, he's not a famous um, author or a game designer. Yeah, game designer. To but us, he's just a friend. Th- th- I mean, this girl was like uh, this woman, rather. She she was like, you know, I'm, I can be like, oh, you know, um, Idris. Oh yeah, he's no big deal. Oh, you know, Idris, oh, yeah, yeah, he just oh, yeah. We went out for pizza last week. You know, just almost yeah. You know, and, that's her, and, and so. I, it was interesting to 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 have that experience, and actually, on my way back uh, to Ohio, I called Andy, and he says, "What?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, "We well, have her address." I said, "Well, not yet." He said, "Well, you know, give me her address. I'll send her something." I'm Aww. like, "Okay." <laughs> well, see, and that's what's um, different about like Gary Con too is that you'll get some like really name people there, and they're not there to pimp themselves out. They're there to play games, right? And the one that comes to mind is that Joe Magnello. Yeah. Yes, he's there, and he he will run games and he will play in games. He won't tell you that he's doing it, and you might not even know that that's the game you're signing up for. Like last year, a friend of mine played in a game with him side mm-hmm. by side. He wasn't running it. Mm-hmm. She had no idea who he was. <laughs> I saw he, I saw posts from him on Facebook this year about Gary Khan that he was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, all he did was post a picture. They, he was they there. They kind of have it. to put him in a back room, right? And there was a resurgence of people buying the spectator badges, and those of us who were there to play games were like, "Are they there trying to catch a glimpse of this guy, or right. is it really just like the kids and wives <laughs> or husbands if they don't play?" Um, I would love to uh, get to Gary Khan because I know they have a uh, there. There's a decent top secret top secret presence there. Yes, I would love to get in and do that. You know, it, do it with some people that I don't know. You know, I think that'd be. I don't know For if it'll be frustrating. Game, that that'll would be, be interesting fun. playing a spy game with people you don't know. Because, like, all of us sitting around a table, we can we could probably guess what the other players are going to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. If you're with people you don't know and you're playing a spy game, you gotta truly try to pull one over on people exactly. because they don't know you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, and the the funny thing is, is that so Gary Khan started as a memorial to Gary Gygax, of course. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was just kind of like, well, we did it this year. 
why don't we just keep doing it and turning it into a con, but also memorial. <coughs> so every year, somewhere in the hotel, or whichever hotel they're going to be, I think they're going to stay at the Grand Geneva, because it's okay. the biggest one in Yeah, that's Geneva. a pretty big one. Yeah, they're, and they're not going to move out of Lake Geneva. They're going to stay there forever. Oh, that's, good. You know, yeah, where that, he's that's from. where he's from, yeah. Um, but... They set up a table and they have a picture and they they put a bunch of like D and D paraphernalia around uh-huh. and, like as a memorial to him. No one touches any of it. They'll go and take pictures and stuff, mm-hmm. but you don't see anyone stealing or trying to take anything from this table. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, a shrine that no one will touch. It's, right. It's really great because you don't have to watch it either. No. Um, and I'm sure if somebody did, they would um, regret it. <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah. And what's great is that his. Um, um, Children will be there. They go to Garycon every year. Oh, they do? Awesome. Well, most okay. of them. I can't say every year, but... Right. Yeah. Um, like, Elise was there. Um, Ernest, who actually helped produce or create D&D with his dad. Yeah. Um, well, all of, his, all of his kids at some point worked with TSR. <laughs> yes. That was yeah. part of it back when it first started. They were all, like, play testers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, they, all, they all go. And it's really fun to see um, guys with their... Um, Hawaiian shirts, like in honor of, yeah, because that's what he wore. <laughs> cool but man, it, yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it's always in March because that's when he passed away. Right. So um, I think this next year in 2020, it's at the end of March. Okay. Um, is when they got the hotel for. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which was the hotel I used to work happen. at. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, Vicky actually used to work at that hotel when she first got out of school. Uh-huh. <laughs> I lived there for like four months. Way over in Wisconsin. Yes. Yep. So, is that the one that was the old Bunny Dorms, or was that the one closer to Chicago? Yeah, that's the old Bunny Dorms. Yeah, that one used to be actually the Playboy uh, oh, yeah. Resort. Yep, there's still be a Playboy Resort. Right. It's still got the Bunny. Oh yeah, my mom place. voice. Uh, my mom voice. Oh right. Story. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah. So we, a bunch of us, had rented out a villa instead of staying in the main hotel because we kind of wanted a kitchen and so we could be extra loud when we wanted to be. And um, uh, let's see, we had it for four nights. The third night there fourth night there um during the third day the the ceiling started dripping on me right in the center of the bed i'm like oh. so we called and they they sent someone out and we had to change villas luckily there was another one that was open mm-hmm. but it was pouring rain so when oh. i was on the phone with the manager i was like well how are you gonna fix this <laughs> so you know put me on hold then gave me one comped night i was mm-hmm. like but do you understand the inconvenience of us having all been in this villa? One of us isn't even here. He's in a game. He's not going to be back in time to move. And it's pouring rain outside. Put me on hold again. I've comped two nights. So now we've <laughs> had this villa for half off, essentially. Which was really nice of them. And I wasn't trying to just get something for nothing. But it really was that much of an inconvenience. Well, yeah. yeah. Move to the next villa. There's a sewagey smell. Because it oh. hadn't been used. So... Oh. All the traps had probably been um, dried water out. traps dried, dried out. Oh. And um, one of the bathrooms, the stopper, was down in a closed position. And I was just like, you know what? It's only for one night. We don't really care. Whatever. We have beds that are dry to sleep in. <laughs> uh, but when we were leaving to go to the main hotel, my friend slipped on the ice. Because they hadn't salted. Oh, no. Oh. I, like, go charging back into the <laughs> I call the front desk and ask her manager. And I'm like... You have a problem, and you're going to have to fix it. <laughs> she, it was a different manager, and she was a little freaked out. Um, and I wasn't trying to be mean, but uh, you just had someone slip and fall, and it had been raining slash icing for almost three hours. 
but you hadn't salted at all. Because you can see the evidence, even if it kind of washes away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said anything if they had tried to salt. Uh, so And, at, and if at it hadn't already the, been all the other stuff that happened. Right. <laughs> so I, at the end of the conversation, I, I asked her, well, when I check out tomorrow morning, who's the manager I'm going to have to speak with? <laughs> and she was like, uh, Brandy. Like, Thank you very much. Um, and it wasn't even under my name. The room wasn't in my name, but it didn't seem to matter. So when we got there um, to check out, uh, I asked to speak to the manager and said who I was. The person like ran into the back. They were gone for almost five minutes. Came back out with a piece of paper and said, well, Brandy's a little indisposed at the moment, but we refunded all your money. <laughs> so we had the, the villa for free. Oh, my God. For that weekend. Um, and... That it may not have been exactly what it was aiming for. I just wanted them to fix it, you know, give us breakfast vouchers or something. Uh, And I will say this. This is why I will continue to stay at that hotel, is they did everything they could to make us feel better without me having to really work at it. Right. Which I would if I had to. (laughs) That's the cool thing, is like, all this stuff happened, but... It's not a negative story. This is no. a hotel that actually cared about their cust- or their customers and their yep. guests. The villa that we were in was fantastic. It was beautiful. We had a nice big kitchen, a full fridge. Um, so we actually ate um, a lot just in the kitchen so that we ac- didn't spend that much money on food. Right. And then well, have the whole place be comped as well. <laughs> cool. It was great. Nice. Yeah. So there, there you go. That, that's the moral of the they, story. They Always will, use the mom voice. They will. Yeah. Use the mom voice, and they will take care of you. They hey. don't try to to cheat you out of money and say, "Oh, well, I'm so sorry." Too bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we right. have we talked earlier this show. We're going to have Kylan start teaching how to punch Kylan. We're going to have <laughs> now. We're going to have a seminar for Jesse on how to use the mom voice. <laughs> I can teach right. you how to use mom voice and not have to curse and not have to raise your voice. Right. Right. To get that, that's the to. trick. Don't start yelling mm-hmm. and cursing because people are going to just like put that wall up and not they agree get with you for anything. Super defensive. Right? And it, well, as soon as if you, you want to try yeah. to scare someone, is when you actually don't get loud. You start to get a little quieter yeah. and a little slower, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they start to get freaked out because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. That's true. <laughs> you're not that flipping out true. and going nuts and swearing. That and is <laughs> how you know that I am actually angry and not most just people. Yeah, emotional. most people. That, that's the way they react to it. If you if you're in a con- confrontational situation. And you don't start flipping out, the other person starts to get a little worried, usually. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Building up that rage. <laughs> and you show emotion, they think you're upset. It's like, yeah, you don't know what upset looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but is there anything else from GaryCon or from Alabama or anywhere else before we wrap this up to today? Anyone, I know the hotel's already sold out. Yeah. But, I mean, of course, if people call in throughout the year, just like with Gen Con, people will cancel or yeah. stuff like that. They probably have a waiting list. I don't know if they actually have. They do waiting lists. I think it's just you have to call in and yeah, a lot see of hotels don't available. do waiting lists yeah. usually. Even okay. like um, um, Colossal Con for Ed Kalahari, they don't do waiting lists. You just have to call in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we've heard plenty of stories of you getting rooms at Kalahari. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even make it this year that for this coming Colossal Con, but luckily a friend of mine did. So <laughs> that's why you have I four people have... trying to get rooms. One yes. of you gets it, and you're like, okay, I'm there. Yep, yep, yep. You divide so, it up and bring a cot. That's right. So, um, well, if no one else has anything, we're about the right time to wrap this up anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One last thing I had for you, Kylan, was when you were in Huntsville, Alabama, did you see Space Camp? 
Yeah, uh, actually, I uh, saw space, you see Space Camp right as you get into Huntsville, Alabama. As a matter of fact, uh, actually, as soon as you get into Alabama, as you cross the state line, uh, there's like a welcome center, and they actually have a rocket there. Uh, and there's a couple of rockets uh, at Space Camp, and you see a space shuttle, and they're not as big as you would think they would be. Okay. It just, I, I don't know. I just didn't. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I mean, being a kid, you know, you, you know, I would watch the launches. These things look huge. And then I'm driving and I look and, uh, like I said, the well, when, quote, you're, when you're a kid, everything's bigger anyway. That, that's no, true. And, <laughs> and, you know, the, like, you know, Roadhouse, uh, I thought it would thought it'd be bigger. You know? And it was, you know <laughs> oh, so, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it, it was cool. Uh, it was cool to see that. And, um, you know, uh, it was, uh, and then you, the one thing is, you know, in Captain Marvel, we find out that Nick Fury is from Huntsville, mm-hmm. uh, Alabama. Now, is this, has this never in any of the comics or anything ever come up? No, because uh, he's the, not in the comics. He's not, not, from not in the, the comics. Com- in the comics, he's from uh, Hell's Kitchen. He's oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, yeah. like it's very. It's, is there anybody that Jordan wasn't Andy? from Hell's Kitchen in Marvel? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker's from, not from Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> okay. He's from Queens. Uh, there's a lot of them that aren't, but it's Reed Richards wasn't from there. Um, <laughs> Mr. Uh, they were very New York centric, you know. There's not many areas people know. Yeah, Professor <laughs> X wasn't from there, but you know, there's a few. But they're very. Now, I think that's the reason why they wanted to do that was uh, right now the MCU was for the most part pretty New York centric, and so this was a way to kind of you know yeah. mix it up a little Diversify. bit. Yeah, and so as we're and so you know, it come to that point. Uh, so I went to the con uh, and I uh, had a I have a Shield Academy recruit T-shirt. So I'm wearing that with like a Shield lanyard, and uh, we walk in and I see this guy dressed as Nick Fury. So you know we're, we're, we're uh, the way I see it. If I'm, I'm cosplaying, I'm in character, right? So I see this guy dressed as Fury. I salute, <laughs> and the guy just looks at me and says. Wait, oh. so I'm like, really? I was outraged. <laughs> like, number one, learn your cosplay, people. If you're if you're cosplaying Nick Fury, you're wearing all black and an eye patch. You don't just go, huh? No, <laughs> you don't. Oh, I was. Um, come okay. on, come on, though. You gotta be nice to certain cosplayers. Sometimes they just really like the costume and the character, but they're not comfortable play acting that character. Yeah. So be nice, man. Because uh, I am. It, some of them don't as realize. A player, I, I, I take, I hate it when I get looked down or, or talked to because either I put my spin on the character uh, of what they would wear and they're like, well, that's not screen accurate. I'm like, so? <laughs> or when I don't act as the character that right. I'm dressed as. And I'm like, do I look like that actor? No. <laughs> well, then and, me, and a lot of times people, when they cosplay, they don't act it unless they decide to do the contest and get on stage or unless they Actually, just, just kind of stand like around. Or, sometimes yeah. he acts like his character and sometimes right. he doesn't. Yeah, he's True. just in his costume. Right. So you yes. freaked him out. That's what happened. <laughs> Maybe. That's what, I'm sorry, you know what? I guarantee that's what it is. You locked him up because you're like, wait a minute. So what are you doing? What are you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, okay. If you're going, it, it was the South. They're just not used to it down there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're at a con and you're dressed as I don't know. I I, I was maybe saying, maybe uh, he just liked dressing all in black and he had an eye problem. You don't know. That's true. Maybe it wasn't Nick Fury. 
<laughs> Maybe I don't know. All, all I know is that every person I've run like into that was Nick yeah. Fury, I saluted. They always saluted back, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm." This is the first time I just had one that freaked out. You know what I'm I don't know. So now you know. You know what it is? It a, a, a beautiful bald headed black man walks up to you and salutes, and you're just like, "What? Wait a minute." Yeah, you don't know, honey. See, you really that's what it is. He thought, he thought he had a date. Maybe he had his family in the service and he felt uncomfortable saluting back if he wasn't in the service. Ooh, see? You technically shouldn't have saluted. I have family in the service, so... I'm, <laughs> I'm just you. <laughs> I get saluted while I'm walking when I'm in work sometimes. I get saluted when I'm But that's because you're Kylan. That's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe I should have... Hey, it's all good as long as he doesn't come back with Hail Hydra. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> maybe I should have just done what kind of forever. Maybe, 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 he maybe he was a Nick Fury from an alternate universe. Maybe you know, he, he flips up the lapel and has a Hydra logo oh, behind it. You, you, you know, there and that's completely possible. He's just going to give you a hug and whisper in your ear. Hydra. <laughs> 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 like, like, like that, would, that pain, would be an awesome cosplay. He made me feel fun. Cosplay Nick Fury and actually do Nick Fury, but have a Hydra behind a lapel or something. So every once in a while you flip it and all of a sudden you're alternate version of Nick Fury. That's just wrong. That's just wrong. I would never do that. No, never. I cannot. No, no. I, I, I don't even. That could be fun. Like, like you know what? Fun. Like, we'll I, do a con. Uh-huh. You can do Nick Fury, the Sam Jackson Nick Fury. I'll do David Hasselhoff, and I'll do it as Hydra. <laughs> Oh yeah! There you, go. there you go. There you go. <laughs> That'll work. I'll bring up my mist glass again. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, anything else before we wrap this up? <laughs> okay, geeksters. Um, but were you at the con? Kind of was that? Were you at Gary Con? Um, are you looking forward to any of this stuff coming up on Netflix or um, Marvel? Anything else we covered? Let us know. You can email or you can get a hold of us at www.geekwatchone.com. On there, you can find our sponsors pages, all of our friends, all of our shows, more information about us. Everything is available on geekwatchone.com. You can also email us, geekwatchone at gmail.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, look up Geekwatch One. If you don't look up Geekwatch One and put that into a search bar and don't find us, let us know. Miss Dawn will take care of the problem. I have a mom voice, too. Yeah, I was going to say, she'll mom voice the heck out of That's right. You can also find us on our network homes at the Tangeron Network at tangeronnetwork.com and WeebyGeeks at WeebyGeeksPC.com. And so, for Jesse and Dawn and Kylan and Vicky and Cassie and myself and Angris, just remember... No matter where you go, there you are.